Alright, 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 ladies and germs, here we are, boys and girls, children and senior citizens all over the world, welcome to a very special edition of Prime Talk with yours truly, the one and only Rodimus Prime, here on this Monday, September 7th, Labor Day, or what's left of Labor Day, 2020. Now, I've been saying for days that I was going to give you the review of New Japan Pro Wrestling Summer Struggle. And my goal was last week or last Friday to do two shows in one day. But obviously, time was against me. Time was not on my side. So, being that I had the day off, I decided to go ahead and just get the review out there. Because I know you guys are tired of me saying that I was going to do the review. And here we are. I'm finally going to give you my review. Overall, I thought the show was pretty good. Especially, you know, the last few minutes of the main event. There were six matches on the card. You know, I've been keeping, I've been trying to, uh, I've been trying to, uh, get caught up with some New Japan stuff, if you will. They're getting ready to do their G1 Climax, the 30th anniversary. The 30th annual New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Climax is just mere days away, and I am, I am excited. Now, I did see where on the 9th, they will reveal who will be in the tournament. So I'm really looking forward to that. But anyway, here we are. Let's just go ahead and get on with the review. New Japan Pro Wrestling held their annual summer struggle in Jinju tour. Jinju uh, show. Excuse me. Um, it was in Menji Jinju Stadium. Is it? I'm still trying to figure out. Is it Jinju or Jingu? I say Jinju. Whatever. Anyway, it was held at Jinju Stadium in Tokyo, Japan, with an attendance of 4,710, nearly 5,000 people. Now, uh, it would have been more than that, but, you know, COVID plays a part in that, and it's basically shook the world upside down. I've talked about that enough. But anyway, the main event for this show was Evil defending both the IWGP Intercontinental and Heavyweight Championships against his former uh, LIJ comrade, former champion, Tetsuya Naito. I will talk about that a little later. Before we're going to get into uh, the first match, it was Yoshinobu Kanemaru representing Suzuki-gun taking on Master Wato. Now, in my opinion, I think Master Wato has had enough of Suzuki-gun, especially Yoshinobu. Uh, Yoshinobu has definitely made him a target, and not in a good way, because every time you turn around, he's aiming for Master Wato. Uh, there was one spot in the match where I think Master Wato was going for a powerbomb or something like that. And it looked botchy. It looked really, really botchy. I mean, he picked him up and Kane Amaro looked like he sat down on him. I don't know if he was going for some slam or whatever, but it looked really botchy in my opinion. Um, but Kane Amaru found a way to get the job done in, I guess, shocking fashion. In shocking fashion, you wouldn't necessarily say this was a shocking win. But anyway, Yoshinobu Kane Amaru got the victory in 7 minutes, 31 seconds, 1 and a half out of 5. And I can tell you, even with um, Hiroyoshi Tenzan by his side, Master Wato was not happy because he looked like he wanted to deck the referee. He was not happy because he was trying to figure out like what the hell happened, and so he got caught in, He got caught on the wrong end of the stick, and unfortunately, he lost. Next, we had a four-way match uh, for the 
KOPW Championship. Now, this is the championship that Okada was talking about. He introduced the uh, championship. I guess it's a trophy. It's not necessarily a belt. It's a trophy, like a little small trophy. Looks like a participation trophy. But anyway, um, I think um, towards the end of the year, you defended. You keep defending it throughout the days or whatever. I forgot how the rules go. But anyway, um, the last four competitors from their previous matches uh, faced off in this match. It was a four-way match involving Toru Yano, El Desperado, Sonata, and Kazuchika Okada. Now, I didn't watch their matches, but I know for a fact that they advanced because obviously, duh, they're in this match. I thought this was fun. I really thought this was a fun match. I mean, it was a lot of stuff going on. I feel like I'd be here for days trying to tell you what happened and who did what. But overall, I thought it was fun. Um, when Okada came out, first thing Sonata and El Desperado did, they attacked Yano. And uh, Okada just, uh, he basically just took off his gear and got the work. Um, other than that, you know, like I said, this was this was pretty fun. Towards the end, Yano rolled up Okada. Of course, he hit him with the low blow. And he becomes the first ever KOPW champion uh, in seven minutes, one second. You might as well just say seven minutes. Three out of five. Like I said, I felt like this match was pretty fun. So, again, Yano is the first ever KOPW champion. Next, we had the Never Open Weight Championship on the line as Shingo Takagi took on Minoru Suzuki. LIJ versus Suzuki Goon. This was the match that I was looking most forward to out of the six matches on this card. This match to me delivered, should I say. This match to me really exceeded expectations. Can I just say, and I've, I've talked about this before, but Minoru Suzuki, at 52 years old, this man is still moving like he's 21. For God's sakes, this man is 50 fucking two years old and it's still going. I mean, he's done the MMA stuff. He's wrestled for a long time, 30 plus years in the game. This man is still going. How in the hell does he do it? I commend this man because not a lot of 52 year olds his size have the stamina and the wherewithal to keep going the way that he does. This is why I'm such a fan of Minoru Suzuki. Okay, I I call Minoru Suzuki the greatest madman alive because he is a madman, and he can he can whoop some ass at 52 years old as if he was still 21. And Shingo Takagi, you know, he's he's younger than he is, but I'm a fan of his too. And these two just really put on a great match. Like I said, these two. Just went out there and just, it was a slugfest. This is what, this is the type of match that I look forward to. It, I wouldn't necessarily say it told a story. It was a battle of two guys, two tough guys that can go in there and give you a good match on any given day. That's how I put this match. Um, towards the end, Minoru Suzuki he won with the Gotch style pile driver. He is now the he is now two or three times. I think this is his second title reign. 
second or third, I can't remember, anyway, he's the new never open weight champion, and he was just excited, I couldn't even get mad that Shingo lost, I couldn't even get mad that Minoru Suzuki won, because I'm a fan of these guys, and these guys really just went out there and slugged it out, and Minoru Suzuki came out the winner, he came out the new champion, and like I said, at 52 years old, it is astonishing that this man, at the rate that he is, at the rate that his career is at, is still going, and is still moving, so, you know, if I were a wrestler, I wouldn't want to face him, but I commend the man for doing what he does, uh, like I said, Minoru Suzuki, he won in 14 minutes, 56 seconds, 4 out of 5, Again, this match to me exceeded expectations. Another match that exceeded expectations was for the Junior Heavyweight Championship as Hiromu Takahashi took on Taiji Ishimori. Now, this was the battle of LIJ versus Bullet Club, and it will be the same way in the main event. Now, even on the tour, Taiji Ishimori, he's been, um, he's been targeting Hiromu even going back to Dominion. He's been uh, targeting, no, 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 that was after Dominion, I'm sorry, that was after Dominion. He's been targeting uh, Hiromu, and he's been going after that junior heavyweight championship. He won the title before, I can't even remember that he won the title, but he won the title before. Uh, as you saw on the tour, he he even targeted the shoulder, the left shoulder of one uh, Hiromu Takahashi, and I'm surprised Hiromu decided to continue with this match with the way that arm was being worked. And these two, you know, I'm a I'm a fan of I'm a fan of these two also. These two went out there, it was just fast paced, uh high intensity, um, a lot of stuff that you know, they pull out the old bag, if you will, a lot of the tricks that they do. But um I think uh, Taiji Ishimori won with the uh, the bloody cross, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, no. I'm sorry. He tapped him out. He um, had the cross face. Of course, he was working over the shoulder. And um, he tapped Hiromu out. And Taiji Ishimori is the new IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. 13 minutes, 30 seconds, 3.5 out of 5. Next, we had the heavyweight tag team championships on the line as the Dangerous Techers, Zack Sabre Jr. and Tai Chi, took on the former champions, the Golden Ace, uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi and Kota Ibushi. I really like these names. I really like those names. Golden Ace, Dangerous Techers. That's pretty cool. Um, anyway, it's a lot of questions, or it was a lot of questions surrounding Hiroshi Tanahashi you know, um, he's been through a lot throughout his career, 20 plus years in the game, um, especially when it comes to his knees. He's had some bad luck with his knees. He's had a lot of injuries, uh, his knees most especially. Um, you know, once you get older, your knees, your body, your, your joints, they're not what they used to be. You know, when you get 45, your joints are not what they used to be when you were 15. I understand that. But the thing is, you know, Hiroshi Tanahashi, he's been through a lot of battles. You know, up and, you know, he's been up and down throughout his career. Um, there were a lot of people, including myself, watching the tour 
that are that are concerned, especially Kota Ibushi. And the dangerous techers are making it known that they are trying to get rid of Hiroshi Tanahashi. They are doing everything in their power to keep those tag team titles in their possession. Now, I did feel like this was a really good match. I would say that this was better than their last match, which were for which were for the which was for the championships. Um during the match, Hiroshi Tanahashi th- decided to give the Dangerous Techers a dose of their own medicine because he had worked over Zat Sabre Jr.'s knees and I think Tai Chi as well, but definitely ZSJ. He was definitely uh, giving him some corkscrew leg whips, some dragon screw leg whips, if you will. And just the way his knees bent, I'm surprised that they're not broken. But the point being is that Hiroshi Tanahashi was still trying to um, prove to the world, prove to everybody that he still got it. He was trying to prove that he and Kota Ibushi can once again become the tag team champions. The Dangerous Techers are just as dangerous as their name. That is why they are called the Dangerous Techers. They were pulling out all the stops. They were pulling out all the technical submissions and all that type of stuff. Like I said, they were doing everything they could to get the championships to stay in, their pos- stay in their possession, and they did just that. They squeaked out a win by the skin of their teeth because Hiroshi missed the uh, high fly flow. Now, he did hit the uh, aces high uh, the closing minutes of the match, but like I said, he missed the high fly flow. And because of that, he got rolled up by ZSJ. The Dangerous Techers are still your IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Champions in 16 minutes, 1 second, 3 out of 5. Now, we move on to the main event. The double championships. You know, I don't know how anybody else feels. But, you know, this whole double champion stuff is kind of worn out now. You know, I'm sure Naito or whoever the champion is, I'm sure they get tired of carrying both belts. I mean, it's nothing like Ultimo Dragon where he had like 12 belts at one time. So, I mean, go figure. But anyway, this was for the IWGP Intercontinental and Heavyweight Championships. Evil defending against Tetsuya Naito. Tetsuya Naito has been trying to get those belts back ever since he lost them at Dominion back on July 12th. Evil, you know, he has some backup. He has some backup known as the uh, spoiler, Dick Togo. And, of course, he got Gato and Jado and Bullet Club by his side. You know, the numbers game is always going to fare in Bullet Club's favor. That said, the question is, why hasn't why hasn't LIJ stepped up to the plate? Because it seems like when Naito or uh, Takahashi, when they got something going, Bullet Club or whoever seems to mess it up. But this was a good match. I really, really felt like this was better than their match at Dominion. Um, During the match, of course, Dick Togo got involved. Now, um, I believe he attacked Naito at the beginning of the match. You know, Naito didn't even get his whole gear off. And he was already on the loose, being uh, Dick Togo and Evil. And Evil was just putting the boots to Naito, wearing him down. You know, Naito tried to make a comeback. Of course, Bullet Club got involved and stuff like that. And then LIJ showed up. You know, Bushi, he showed up. 
then it was Hiromu Takahashi, then Sonata. And Kevin Kelly made a great point on commentary. He said it's about damn time that LIJ band together and help Naito. Because like I said, it's just like one goes down, the whole group goes down, like nobody shows up and all that type of stuff. But the the group itself, they came together to help their leader. And the numbers game, the numbers game now fared into LIJ's favor. Because Togo was taken out, Gato was taken out, Jado, uh did I mention Dit Togo? Yeah, Dit Togo, etc., etc. Bullet Club was no longer a factor. But in the end, Tetsuya Naito hit Destino, and he is your new IWGP Intercontinental and Heavyweight Champion for the second time. Now, because of the COVID stuff, his first reign didn't go as well, but he has the belts in his possession again. LIJ now has uh, possession of the power, if you will, in New Japan Pro Wrestling. He did have a press conference. New Japan had a press conference afterwards. And Naito wanted to know, were the belts unified or not? He wanted to know, you know, if the belts were unified. If not, you know, he didn't mind defending both belts. But, you know, like I said, I'm sure he gets tired of having to carry both belts somewhere, belts around. And at this point, this whole two belt stuff, I'm kind of bored with it now. But anyway, this match lasted 26 minutes, 20 seconds, 3 out of 5. Superstar matches in overall rating. Superstars of the night go to Toru Yano, Shingo Takagi, Minoru Suzuki, Taiji Ishimori, Hiromu Takahashi, and Tetsuya Naito. Matches of the night go to the KOPW Championship 4-way. Takagi versus Suzuki and Takahashi versus Ishimori. Overall rating, I gave it a 2. Two and a half. I'm sorry. I gave this uh, pay-per-view two and a half out of five. A good pay-per-view, you know. Um, It just sucks Mm -hmm. that, you know, a lot of stuff, you know, due to COVID is not happening the way it needs to be. But, you know, like I told somebody earlier, you know, this whole stuff is just a wake-up call. It's going to be a wake-up call. But nevertheless, I'm still enjoying what new japan is doing here in the states and in japan i'm really looking forward to the g1 i'm all caught up with njpw strong here in the states i'm going to be watching some more new japan stuff throughout the week so i can get caught up um that being said i will be watching all out from last weekend i haven't watched it yet um wednesday wednesday is my goal and i have the shit wrote down Wednesday is my goal to give you a review. I will be watching all out between now and Wednesday. So be on the lookout for a review of AEW All Out. But you know the usual plugs. Uh, if you like the podcast, hit that big orange button here on the CastBox. Uh, Prime Talk with Rodimus Prime on the CastBox app. Um, tell your mom, dad, tell the whole world about this podcast uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at It's Rodimus, Three Count Mafia on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Hit that big red subscribe button on YouTube, please. Hit the red button on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel, youtube.com slash Three Count Mafia, so you can keep up with I and the group itself have going on and all, this, all the other fun stuff. But with all that being said, um, this is my review of Summer Struggle in Jinju Stadium. I'm actually going to Google that. Is it Jinju or Jingu? 
Once I figure that out, I will let you know. But anyway, I'm Rodham's Prime. I'm going to go ahead and call it a night. You all have a good night. Have a safe night. Stay safe. Stay prayed up. And I will see you guys next time.